All right, everybody. Where are we? Where are we? Let's go. But somebody who can't say that I'm the biggest fan of the Hunger Games. You know, I like the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. but you know, I can't say I'm a, a, a big fan like some of the you know the hardcores out there. Mm-hmm. But I will say I'm a hardcore President Snow hater. President Snow, as far as I'm concerned, he's one of the biggest assholes in cinema, man. I thought you like President Snow. I like to hate him. Love to hate him. Love to hate him. Because he's smug. Man, he's smug. <laughs> but let's not forget the fact that he kills children, too. I mean, <laughs> his whole political career is based on killing kids, man. Yeah. And he's smug about it. Yeah. He made, he read, like he told Katniss one time, he's like, oh, you know, I have no problem killing children. He's <laughs> yeah. like, bitch, fuck you. I cannot stand President Snow, man. I hate him so much that at least once a year, I make it a point to watch an angry mob tear his ass apart. <laughs> I love that in the background, like, no way! <laughs> yeah, ain't no, stay so smug now, are you? Look at, look at that face. Oh yeah. Ooh. It's a long time in coming. It's been a long time coming. He thought he's gonna have an easy way out too, cause he had cancer or something. Uh-huh. Coughed up that blood. He's like, yeah, I guess I got away with this shit. They're like, no, <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. But like a lot of villains, even the worst ones, you know, there's a there's a point where people say, well, I mean, they weren't that bad. It wasn't always bad. No, and the same goes for Coriolanus Snow. You such an asshole. Anus is in the name. <laughs> Coriolanus Snow, Coral Coral Anus. Yeah, man, he's one of those one of those guys that his friends might say, "Man, I, I don't know what happened. He was cool back in the day." Like we say about Alex Jones. Yeah, th- yes. <laughs> like if we don't stop Alex Jones. Well, Alex Jones did try to kill children and families, so he is like President Snow. You're right, Martin. <laughs> oh, he wasn't that bad back in the day, though. Or was he? You know. Uh, the thing is, is that this movie attempts to answer that question. You know, was he a decent guy, corrupted by uncontrollable circumstances, or was he always an evil bitch? You know, the thing with him is that this movie, <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's an argument to be made for that because with this film right here, a lot of people thought that at once there was hope for him. You know, in this movie, this is the 10th annual Hunger Games. You know, it's still early. They just now, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, you know, they, 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 when we saw the, the Hunger Games that took place in the future, they were on there like their 60th annual yeah. Hunger Games or something. So this is still very early. They're still trying to get the games right. One of the things that they were doing, though, they were still testing out giving the contestants who are children who have to kill each other as punishment for a rebellion that happened. Some, you know, some old shit happened 10 years ago. Yeah. But they said, you ain't going to ever forget that. <laughs> what you did, I bet you won't pull that shit again. <laughs> we ain't going to make y'all fight. We ain't going to make your kids fight. Uh, but, you know, it was bound to happen. One of the mentors would probably fall in love with one of his students. And that's what happens with, uh, with uh, Snow, young Snow right here, where he uh, actually starts to fall for uh, this girl, what's her name? Lucy Gray? Yeah. Lucy Gray, who's played by Rachel Zegler. Some people thought, you know, if that worked out, what if? What if that had worked out? Would he be a better person? And why didn't it work out to the point where, well, we got the snow that we have today? <clears throat> Our had before that mob tore his ass up. Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer 
for The Hunger Games, A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is based on a book. It wasn't just a studio making it happen, you know? Yeah, but it's based on a book that was written after the trilogy was done. That is true. So it, it, it's one of those where like, hey, can you come back and write something else yeah. so we can make some more movies? Sometimes it works. Uh, sometimes you get a fantastic beast, you know? yeah. uh, which is was not so fantastic. So let's see where this falls. And we'll be right back with our review. After everything you've seen out there in the world. <laughs> what are the Hunger Games for? Are you, are you coming to the tree? The Hunger Games, they're to punish the districts. Those tributes don't have a choice. Your role <gasps> is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. We're live! Smile, it's why we have teeth. Imagine it was your name that they pulled. Strange things happen here. I just want to know that somebody still cared about me, that I was still of value. Welcome to the capital. You look like you shouldn't be here. I shouldn't, but I'm your mentor. A rebel. I am going to get you out of here. You want to protect people. <clears throat> and it's essential to accept what human beings are. And what it takes to control them. Let's see you use that famous snow charm. You seem like a good man, Coilina Snow. I have seen what war does to people. Fueled with the terror of becoming prey. See how quickly we become predator? I want my enemies to see a rainbow of destruction engulfing the world. You monsters! All of you! Good luck with that poor little songbird. Where is she? It's a mystery. And mysteries have a way of driving people. Let me ask you one final time. What are the Hunger Games for? You know what, man? Whether or not I like this movie, I did, but when I was done, I just there was just one statement on my mind yeah. after I was finished, and that was, this movie is fucked up. All right, y'all sit up here and watch this like this is romantic. Like, oh, this is some YA bullshit right here. No, this this, this is worse than The Purge. This is worse than Hostel. These are, man, these these are horror movies as far as I'm concerned. Well, it is the whole thing with the Hunger Games, like them saying like we need this. It is very much like The Purge. They they treat it that way. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it, it's worse than The Purge. It's worse than Hostel. You know, because this emphasizes killing kids. Yeah. You know, hostile will like kill adults and, and just kind of mind on business. You yeah. know, the purge even, side, even says, keep your kids inside. And you know, how people be like, no, nah, we just, you know, we ain't gonna kill the kids. We'll come after your grown ass. And this is the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, <clears throat> this, this emphasizes kids killing each other while adults <laughs> watch it for fun. 
You know, the fact that this was recommended by somebody and somebody said, yeah, let's watch eight year olds slice each other up. You know, and then somebody said, yeah, that's a good idea. It's like, this is fucked up, man. Well, what's even more fucked up is that they have these games where kids kill each other and then they did it so much that people started to get bored with it and the ratings were going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had to, they, they had to find more horrible ways yeah. to kill. They had to, they, they had to invent creatures. Yeah, they're like, what can we do to get more people to watch kids killing each to other? To spice it up. I was yeah. like, Jesus, the, the writers messed up for thinking up this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and the reason why I say this, man, it's disturbed me because this one right here, even though being a prequel, I said, boy, y'all hit a new low with this. <laughs> I mean, I was watching this and I said, man, when they brought out not just a Down syndrome girl, but yeah. a tiny, yeah. a tiny little sweet Down syndrome girl. They put her in the middle of the range. She's talking about, when can I go home? I was like, <laughs> man, this is just mean. This is just, this is not nice. It, 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 is, it is fun. I mean, not fun, but, but funny. <laughs> Interesting to see where the Hunger Games started before they got to where we, we were with Katniss. Oh, yeah, in yeah. The, in those early days where there was no fucks given. <laughs> none, none at all. My man, I'll elaborate more on that later. Because by the time you get to the Katniss Hunger Games, it's like, oh, well, all these are competent competitors. Where it's anybody's game. They train them and Yeah, yeah. But with these, they were like, you will get out there. <laughs> You're like, you still on a diaper, I don't give a shit. You better, you better fight. <laughs> you got one leg, I don't give a fuck. I mean, they got these kids of all ages, didn't care what was wrong with them, anything. And they instead of training them and putting them in nice, you know, competitive suits and everything, they took them and dumped their ass out of the truck. <laughs> and the thing was, yeah, they, they <laughs> like took trash. Them, they took them from where they were, put them in a zoo. Didn't give a back. Like you said, by the time they compete, yeah. they're still wearing the same clothes they got captured in. Yeah, still, they, they still yeah. got the same dirt on them. They haven't even been washed. They've barely been fed. Yeah, they still dressed up like the little rascals and shit. Yeah. They put them out there like newsies. <laughs> yeah, like Oliver Twist. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, man. I, but I got to tell you, at the at the same time, I kind of admired it. I was like, you know, I was impressed by how sunk, how, by how low they sunk. I'm like, if you're gonna be evil, be evil. I mean, you, I was like, goddamn, okay, point taken. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But I will say this, I, I'm not saying this because I like to see children be murdered. That's the whole thing that you know drives me to actually want to see the villains in this movie get theirs. But you know, it's the level of interest that, that, that piqued my interest more uh, I'm sorry, the level, it's the level of evil in this, the level of evil that piqued my interest even more because, you know, they talk about how this world came to be. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate how they do this as a prequel because they, you know, like, uh, I, they really flesh this world out very well. You know, we're talking about the story a little bit later, but as far as, you know, you know they all use the term world building. You know, as far as uh, building this world out and fleshing it out, I thought it was well thought out because as a prequel, you know, they really designed things relative to the Hunger Games that happened 60 years later. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the early games don't have that technology yeah. that uh, that we see in the Hunger Very Games. Very low tech. No, it is, man. You know, the, uh, the early <clears throat> games don't have the same technology, in the, you know, the, the advanced technology, the weapons and all the, you know, and even the, the challenges. Mm-hmm. This is just raw. You know, with this one, it's more savage. It's more primal. Yeah. Uh, it's more like it's more like a gladiator sport. Yeah, because in what we're used to with the Hunger Games, they're out in a big field or park. Yeah. Where you can run around. Here, it's all in one small arena. 
<laughs> man, it's crazy because the Hunger Games. So they didn't back then. They didn't have the budget that they had later. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know the so the weapons are just mostly rusty farm tools. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and because of the you know it's just these old rusty ass farm tools. They got these kids just acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kids are really acting feral, man. And uh, yeah, like a, a major weapon is a pitchfork. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, later on they gave them like you know weaponized sticks and shit. <laughs> Cool things with lasers on it and all that kind of stuff. No, they gave them tools like, like a, 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 a what you say, a pitchfork. Get things. Somebody got a shovel, <laughs> and it just makes these kids act even crazier. And uh, it just makes for me the scenes more intense. Five, Jessup. four, three, Jessup. two, one. Run. Aquaman's tried it out to So I got something to say about that one particular thing right there. We'll get into that later. <laughs> but, you know, man, I as you can see, the movie's more, the movie's more brutal than ever. And, you know, everything's moving so fast right here. But they, like Martin said, they don't give a fuck at all. They don't care about your age, your handicap. Mm-hmm. There's a dude out mm-hmm. there with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> they don't care about your health. You, you could kind of see it if you look in the background. But they had one girl out there. She's already half dead. Yeah, she's out there with tuberculosis or something. Oh, that's she, right. Yeah, she's so sick she can't even walk. They dumped them weapons out there. She tried to crawl that night. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, man. Like I said, I know that the districts are trying to, you know, punish. You know, are these districts being punished for an uprising? But goddamn, man, you don't have to be that shitty with it. Plus, usually, if you're going to set up a sporting event, you want the sides to be evenly matched. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really, they put kids in there who like are six and seven years old. <laughs> well, especially when, when you're from somebody from the district, it's like, like all right, you got to be a mentor. Yes. And this is your mentee right here. You're like, oh, man, fuck, come on. You gave me a toddler. <laughs> what, what am I supposed, supposed to do, to do with this? You better make him a badass toddler. I don't know what, to, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. You know, it's... uh. It's it it I will say because of this being so much more raw and so much, you know, less tech involved, I I thought that it was a little more intense for me. It was very it was very brutal, man. Uh I also like the look of it because just as I was talking about with the games are not as advanced yet because it's 60 years before, mm-hmm. uh the technology, the early technology shows everywhere. 
you know, you could see the TVs and yeah. uh, the, the, you know, some of the, the way the buildings are constructed. You know, if you, I'll give you a good example. It's sort of that future Art Deco thing that they do with Bioshock. What's that? I was, I was saying Loki, but yeah, Bioshock. Oh, oh, Bioshock right yeah. here. Yeah, you know, this is Bioshock right here. And, they, you know, it's, it, it looks very much like this in certain parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, I could take this and put it into this movie right here. You probably wouldn't even tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this has problems. But I will say that I do think that the story is told well because I think the direction in this is, is very good. Uh, I think the direction and the editing flows very nicely in this, man. And I think with this problem is they still have some brilliant moments of storytelling because it, you know, it's one of those movies. I mean, you're killing kids and you're talking about, you know, the morality that's involved with that, which is wrong, of course. But then, you know, they talk about how you, your 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 outlook changes depending on the situation that these people are put in. And so you're being pulled emotionally and morally in all these different directions, because, I, you know, while I was watching this, I was thinking like because I was looking at these kids, man. You know, these kids, you know, they're just being they're just being dumped into this, uh, you know, this, this dirty ass arena to kill each other. And people are watching it. And the whole time I'm thinking like, man, these poor kids right here, man. But then, you know, there's that same kid that I'm looking at and saying, oh, man, I feel so bad for that kid. Minutes later, I'm like, man, fuck that bitch. Get her, kill her, kill her, kill her. Man, she's a victim of the system. I know, I know, I know. And that's why I'm saying it. Like, I don't want to say that, but yeah. I'm just like, you know, kill her before she gets you. Yeah. Because she's, she's the worst one out of all of them. Well, yeah, you watch all that with Lucy Gray going, Jessup, Jessup. It's like, man, don't worry about Jessup. Worry about you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. You know, it's, yeah, the same kid where I was a little while ago, like, oh, poor you. I'm like, no, kill that bitch. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like how it changes your perspective mm -hmm. based on situations because that's the point of the movie. The movie says, you know, the reason why, the reason why uh, Little Snow or, uh, you know, Snow, uh, Young Snow right here, the reason why he kind of becomes what he becomes because it's been pretty much hammered into his head that everybody's bad. Yeah. You know, you just have to protect yourself against everyone before that evil comes out of them. Sure. Well, you know, you're you're getting uh, what, what you see is the young snow before he was, quote unquote, corrupted. Yeah. Where he was part of the system, but he was also seeing like, you know, I don't think this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he was not quite a rebel, but somebody going like, I just I don't think this is right. He was still on the fence about. Yeah. This. Yeah. 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 No, it's, that's true. So, uh, so you go like, oh, he wasn't always bad, but, you know. <clears throat> There's things to kind of hint that maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do like that it's, it's a lot of it is left for you to kind of make up on your own, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I do appreciate that, that about the film. You know, they're not trying to pull a, ain't trying to pull no Darth Vader prequels Star know, Wars where he's running around talking about yippee and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, what an innocent kid he was. It's a shame what happened. No. Nah. Yeah, like, well, you know, it. It is, but he wasn't that far away from it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'll tell you what I'm thinking about this character in a little bit. Uh, let me see here. How do you feel about this, though, so far? You know, I was asking you about it, and you being very vague yeah, to was me. I? Yes, was you, I? Yes, you were. Yeah, yeah I even saw I, I looked over he, <laughs> on his uh, card last night. We, we have to feel like these, uh, these cards should tell about the movie or what we think about them when we're done. And I sneaked over on yours and I saw you over there like, don't look at my shit. And it's like, hey, and by the way, I might be lying. <laughs> what did you, well, I'm curious. Well, I circled the positive. Mm -hmm. That's what I saw. Yes. And I can say that 
I, when it was all said and done, I felt more positive than negative. Okay. But there was some negative. Okay. It was enough to make me debate. Okay. Which way I was going to fall on it. And which way did you actually fall then? Well, I felt, I felt, like I said, I felt there was more positive than negative. What's, I'm curious to know, what are some of the negatives? Because I've been talking about the positives. What are some of the negatives? So, <clears throat> one, a movie like this, even a book, it really has to justify its existence. Because mm -hmm. you're like, listen, we had, you know, it was four movies, but it was three books. And, and I'd read those books before the movies came out. Okay. And I was like, man, this is what a great series this was. Mm -hmm. and, and with no need to have the backstory filled in. Like, yeah. They told me enough. You know, it was like when you watch Star Wars, they mentioned the Clone Wars. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, that's interesting. But when they actually showed the Clone Wars, it's like that, that, that you made it so less interesting than what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. So to come into this, it's like you got to justify this. And, and while I don't think it does it completely, I think it does it more than not. Uh, and it's interesting to see the young snow. What, but what I found negative was kind of like a lot of stuff in the middle and how much it was crowbarring the song part of it in. Yeah. Lucy Gray with those songs. I was like, man, we are you trying to sell a soundtrack here? Because yeah. we don't need this. So uh, Zegler here, who's Lucy Gray, her whole, that's the thing with her character. Her character pretty much inspires people. In fact, it almost gets out of trouble, saves her life because she sang so much. You know, that's the thing. She, she's, uh, she's, she's an amazing singer. You know, the, the, the district knows her for that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they do have a lot of moments where they just throw those songs in. Yeah, like they... <clears throat> Like like the the peacekeepers let her sing a whole song, and mm -hmm. as yeah. we saw, you know, in the later Hunger Games, Katniss just even doing this, they were like, "Bitch, no!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else who made that sign, we beating your asses. Well, too. it might be because of her, you know, just <laughs> years earlier. I mean, it could could be, but it was just like you just want those things. You're like, man, nobody would let you sit there and sing that whole song. They'd be yeah. like, "Bring your ass over." Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it it comes, and I'm not just harping on one scene. They they crow by that song in, or, or her singing a bunch. No, I hear you, man. Well, Martin, you saying that I hate to crowbar in this ad, but man, I got to. Got, man. Got, got to do your thing. I got to do my thing real quick before I move hey, on you know, to my next. Want the peacekeepers to beat no, your ass? No, I don't. <laughs> Let me sing about this ad right here that I got to do. Hey, listen. I'll do this ad real quick because it's something I think you need to hear. Because some of you are already thinking about it. Look, it's November. And like I told Martin yesterday, when November comes around, everybody's already thinking of December. And so people are thinking about, what am I going to start buying for people out there that I got to get gifts for? And if I got to get gifts, I don't want to get the same old, same old. That's where uncommon goods come from. They're all out of ordinary. So don't even try to buy any over there. They have only the great, uncommon, and extraordinary things. Mm. And see, what's, what, I, what I mean by them being uncommon and extraordinary is because common goods is where you go to shop these items where... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
These items are not mass produced, you know, like from some corporation. These are made by artists and small businesses and other businesses out there to, to be unique. Oh, okay. And that's the cool thing about this, man. You know, uh, but and it's made for any kind of person out there in your life. Kids, adults, men, women, in between. You know, like I said, whether you're, you're supporting artists out there, large or small or independent businesses, these are products that are made in small batches. So telling you about this right now, because a lot of these, this is the cool thing about it. They're so unique that a lot of them probably will sell out before the holidays even mm -hmm. done. So go in. If you see something you like, or I'm showing you right now, go over there and check it out. And there's a lot of stuff here. So don't worry. You'll find something. If you one thing you can't get, you'll find something else. You know, on Common Goods, they look for products that are also high quality, very unique, as I told you. And here's the big thing. You know, they want products that are often handmade or made right here in the old U.S. of A, Martin. That's right. Patriotism still exists somewhere, Martin. <laughs> it exists here at Common Goods. And, they, you know, they want to make sure that these are out of the ordinary gifts that you just won't find anywhere. And you'll have art and jewelry, kitchen stuff, things for... Your home, things for your bar. You know, it's, uh, you're trying to make that perfect old fashioned. They got something on here for you. Mm, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Nothing <laughs> lackluster over here, man. Oh, and here's the thing. I mean, at least get something to make you feel like you're doing something for somebody out there because you're not just buying for yourself. When you buy something over here at Uncommon Goods, they give $1 back to a nonprofit partner of your choice. And so far, they've donated Two and a half million dollars at this point. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they're very, yeah, man. Yeah, no, they're very generous over there, too. No kidding. So, and I've actually ordered something from them without any kind of push from anybody. <clears throat> What'd you I, order? I got this, uh, this uh, acupressure neck relief cushion. Looks like a sex toy. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> once my neck starts feeling better. <laughs> I'm sure there's multiple uses with this. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Boy, my neck feels good. But hey, I paid for this, so use it for something else. Um, now listen, listen, I want you to go over there and get something for yourself. Check it out. You will find something that you like. I know you will. And if you don't find something you like for yourself, you're going to find something for somebody else. So let me help you out with that by giving you 15% off. To get that 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash toasted and get that 15% off with that code right there. Again, that is uncommongoods.com slash toasted to get 15% off. I want to thank Uncommon Goods for sponsoring this portion of the show. Don't go over there looking for ordinary. They're all out of ordinary. I <laughs> <laughs> also want to thank you out there for your support. Thank you very much. So here's something that I really admire about the movie because I, I think there are some small problems with the story. I'll tell you right now, I like this. I actually like this a, a lot, but you know, there are things out there that I could pick out and criticize, but I think that the movie gets by on a lot of things that help that, uh, whatever criticism that I have. And for one, I think the movie relies on performances. And, you know, uh, they do that in place of just trying to rely on thrill of the games. Sure. You know, because that's what the Hunger Games were. They sold it by the games. Uh, and later on, it became more character driven as Katniss, <clears throat> you know, start to turn against the capital. But, you know, with this, it's split up in three parts or three chapters. Yeah. And by the time we get to the third chapter, we're not even thinking about those games anymore. The games are done. 
Actually, I found the games to be the least interesting part of it. And yeah, I, I, I like the setup a lot, and I really love the third chapter. You know what? And I do too, because you know, by the time we get to the third chapter, the games are done. You know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the characters, and mostly we're talking about Snow. Uh, but the cast is great, man. So uh, you know, we we've been talking about the characters in here mainly. You know, the character of uh, of Snow, and. I really, I really like that character for one because of the performance. Tom Blythe is the actor that plays him, and, I, and he does a good job. Because one of the things that you want to do when you see this kind of origin of a super, super, super villain like mm -hmm. this, you want to forget that they're evil for a moment. Yeah. And every now and then he does something like, "Oh man, that's messed up." I knew that. I, I knew you weren't good. But most of the time, I'm thinking like he he makes me forget that he's evil, like at least an evil an evil character well, later on. Because most of his actions, none of his actions are evil. Uh, when he does, the, the, at best, they're self-serving. Mm -hmm. Like, cause he starts out as a character who's looking out for himself, trying to advance. So we already, that's already established that that's what he's about. But mostly he does act selfishly in a way. And even when you go like, yeah, but that's to help you. He's like, well, yeah, but that's, he already established that. But he is doing things to help other people. He's trying to not be the yeah. assholes that are around him. But yeah. He's he's in a system. Yeah, no, that and the, again, you know, that's the thing about it. There's circumstances because that's the thing with, with Snow right here. I, I I do feel bad for him very little as a young, fresh faced Snow because with him, it's almost like 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 I said, all these circumstances set in place, including life. It's almost like life said, "Hey, listen, you can try to be good all you want to. You pulled the evil card. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what you're going to do. Yeah, you know that's we already set everything in place for you. So that's the way it's going to go. He, the capital is the the capital is insidious, man. They are. And if they have plans for you <laughs> to be a certain thing or go a certain way, that is what you're going to do. Right. And they'll let you think that you're doing something different. Yeah. <laughs> only, to, only to come right back to like, yeah, this is where we knew you were going to be. Yo, yeah. Yeah. No. So they, you know, they, you. It's, it's sad because it was just destiny. I, I, I was saying the sense that his roadmap was laid out by the by the uh, the capital. You know, people had plans for him mm -hmm. and they made sure those plans went exactly <laughs> as they wanted them to. Uh, one character in particular did. Uh, but also, uh, you know, I like that the book is told. The book is told from his POV, but uh, the movie is not like that. You know, the movie actually, you know, it tells the story through the through a lot of characters POV mm -hmm. and uh, you know, uh, point of view, and so that way, it's 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 not something where we're getting this whole re unreliable narrator, right? Because that's what the book does. He tell you know, he tells you things, and you see that oh man, this dude is clearly a bad person. Mm -hmm. He's just fooling himself. The movie doesn't do that. The movie makes you think like, man, this really. I mean, he's trying. Yeah. There are moments, the small moments where he's trying, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just, you know, they're just not going to let it go that way. Um, also, uh, <clears throat> I know what you're saying with the with the uh, the singing and everything, man. But uh, Rachel Zegler, as uh, as what's her name, as uh, Lucy Gray, I will say that Rachel Zegler is very charismatic in this role, man. Uh, this is probably her most charismatic role to date so so far. But besides the singing, she has this old country ass accent that I thought, okay, it's gonna take me a while. I'm gonna let it go, but it's gonna take me a while to get used to this because it does, it feels it's one of those country accents that feels like an actor yeah. doing a country accent. She sounded like Dolly Parton. Yeah, I I, I it, it never quite connected with me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the whole time I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
it's a good accent, but I'm not buying it. I just, I like her. I like she, I mean, she really, <laughs> like I said, she really is a person that commands the screen when she comes on because she has to perform as the singer, the lead singer of a band. And she comes on, I'm like, damn, she's pretty good. If this was like Nashville or something, mm -hmm. but, but you know, and, but I still like her, but it's, it's just that accent that gets to me. Yeah. Uh, I tell you who I liked, and even that was somewhat of a, I'm not gonna say it was a problem. I, I think it was placed kind of weird in the movie. I wish I had his, uh, I wish I had his picture over here. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, there he is. I really like Jason Schwartzman as- Oh, yeah. As Lucky Flickerman or Lucky whatever. Lucky Flickerman. I was like, man, it, he could just be Caesar Flickerman from the the the, the later movies because he just seemed like a young Stanley Tucci in this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was his granddaddy or whatever, <laughs> right, but, right. but he's man, that he comes in and he's, He's the comic relief. He's the humor in the movie. And sometimes, sometimes his humor is, is placed awkwardly in the film. Well, they always had him pop in every so often and say a quick thing. It wasn't always funny, but I noticed the audience always laughed every time he came in. I, you know what? You know what? You know what the audience was laughing? Because they were nervous. Yeah. Because <laughs> all this shit was tense. I mean, it was like, because when he, man, this movie's so dark and depressing that when he comes in and makes a joke, I'm like, listen, it might not even be funny, but thank you. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't they, don't take this shit on the road or anything. But right now it is very needed. And Jason Schwartzman is just good in this role. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he has. You know, it's just crazy lines like, "See what happens when you do things." <laughs> you know, it's, it's the stuff that I mean making any sense. But right in the context of this, much needed at that point mm -hmm. because it's, the movie can be almost be, it can almost <clears throat> be oppressive with this darkness at times, man. Okay, so here's here's a character that I think people are fine with, but. I kind of had a problem with okay, Viola Davis. Uh huh. I forgot her character's name. Yeah, me too. But she is the one that is creating all of the, the the. She's creating the games. Yeah. And so you see it right here. She looks like she's a part of a funk band from the seventies. But it was it was her, her character is is so cartoony, like a mad scientist from a children's show. Uh huh. And, you know. <laughs> And she's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, she's good. Like, like it didn't bother me because she's so good. But man, I get everything you're saying. And I did. It did. Let me say this. It didn't. I'm I'm saying it stood out to me. It didn't make me dislike the movie. It didn't bother me right, that much. Right, right. But, but I did say it does feel out of place. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, she feels like something that's you know that should have been on Lazy Town or something, man. I, Come on, man. That's lazy Town. <laughs> lazy Town, man. I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're like a puppet or something, man. Everything, because I understand they have exaggerated Maybe clothes and appearances. Crystal, okay, not, yeah. That lazy time. <laughs> but, you know, but, but between her and Peter Dinklage, now, Peter Dinklage, I. You mean Tyrion? Tyrion, yeah. Oh, man. He, he, he was Tyrion in this he movie. Played the, yeah, he played the same character. But he was great. I, I loved him. He I, was I was man. like, I want more of him in this movie. He's the dean. Yeah. And I, you know what? And let me just say this. While I have a. I'm criticizing Viola Davis's character, her along with Peter Dinklage. Uh, I love them together because they're, this is a, so all these are, are kids that are graduating, like from the capitalist version of high school here, I guess, mm -hmm. or whatever. And 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 to, those two together, Viola Davis and Peter Dinklage, she the creator of the games, him the dean of this school. Together, they it's like they're running an evil Hogwarts, man. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs>
How tantalizing to see all your shining young faces on this auspicious day. I am Dr. Volumnia Gall, your humble head game maker in charge of the War Department and all its affiliated concerns. I've broken free of my laboratory today to examine you, the leaders of the next generation. I won't be around forever after all. <laughs> and now to that end, I'm like, honored to introduce to you the creator of the Hunger Games themselves, Dean Casca Highbottom. Uh, mm. Select students, faculty, and of course, Dr. Gall. I have summoned you all here today for the 10th annual reaping ceremony in which we choose two children from each district to throw into the Capitol arena to fight to the death in the Hunger Games. You know, it's funny too, because when he comes on, man, through, and he does this through the whole movie, man. But he drinking. Drinking, boy. Taking taking shots to the head the whole time. And I'm just kind of like, what is going on with this dude right here? I thought, I thought that was tequila he actually had, man. But, I, you know, it's a, it, it is an interesting thing with him because you can tell that there's something wrong with this guy. And, you know, as, as the movie goes on, they reveal it. But, yeah, I... I, 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 I thought he had an amazing last scene. Oh, he did. No, you're right. He did. He Peter Dinklage. This this it's funny because no one ever doubts that he's a great actor, but mm -hmm. damn, when you see him in something like this, it's mm -hmm. like when he I'm not saying this movie's bad at all, not at all. Uh, but it's still a performance that kind of rises above mm -hmm. this movie right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's you know, he's he's amazing, man. Uh I will say I don't feel like this movie is a rehash, because sometimes they'll do a prequel just to put it out there. You're right. You know, I don't feel like this movie is a rehash. Uh, the third chapter, like you said, you know, it totally shifts from the Hunger Games to a more personal story about snow. And I like that. They, I, thought that was, I thought that was pretty bold mm -hmm. for this movie. That's so, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Because you think it, it's going to be all Hunger Games. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, all said and done. That's not the biggest part of this. No, no, not at all, man. When they told you that this is a story about, uh, uh, you know, uh, young snow. I mean, they were right. And it really does center on him. And I. I found his story pretty pretty captivating, man. Now here's what I will tell you: this uh, this movie does something that pissed me off, and it's just again. I'm, some people might say that I'm I'm nitpicking here, but to me, in this movie, they did that that whole pet Negro shit. I oh. did that, man. I had I felt like I had Bob's the Blind Side going on. Oh no! They, I really yeah, because it was one of those things where they had one character. He's the big black guy, and if they, she treated him like a pet bear because he's just there to be walked around. He's not really even a character. He's just there to be just a plot device. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't like that kind yeah, of Yeah, but there's another big black dude there who wasn't such. He was hardly in the movie, though. Well, you know, him, he played, he had a bigger I know, role. I feel, I feel like he was hardly in the movie. Like, even the way she's going, like, Jessup, Jessup. I'm like, who is Jessup? Oh, him? Okay, yeah. he, I, I didn't seem like he was even a player. What you, you guys didn't establish why they had such a close relationship. Yeah, it's just me, man. Like I said, you know, some I mean, if y'all don't see it, that's fine. I'm not I'm not telling anybody to, but I just did not like the way they treat that character right there. That's just something I just I, I mean, look, man, those it, kids were there to die. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I know they were there to die, but they ain't got they, some of them got you know got a, a longer screen time, more badass roles. Yeah. <laughs> got to go out there and actually fight. He's the one in the background. Oh, you okay? Yeah, she's like she's the one that she's like, come on. He 
like, okay, don't don't hurt my master. <laughs> I was just like, I just don't like that look. That's just me. Okay. Uh, but uh, also they do things where they give obvious shout outs to the to the Hunger Game, and I thought, yeah, like, those were kind of. I was like, come on, we don't have to do this. I mean, it's so obvious. Yeah, it, that that just felt like everything was going smoothly in the studio. Still, like, hey, it'd be real cool if you could like mention the uh, like, all right, goddammit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, I'm picking Katniss. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and oh. it, and they said it two or three times. Just like, and I'm just like, come on, man, y'all don't on. have to do this. But I tell you though, I liked it enough to give this uh, a matinee. I, I thought I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Probably give it a lean on high matinee, but yeah, I give it a matinee. And I they did a, a lot more with this than I thought they would. I thought as far as a prequel goes, it did what a prequel was supposed to do. It's supposed to build this world out a little bit more, give you more insight on what it was like before we, the world that we were introduced to. Does a great job at doing that. And the performances in here are really good. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, I give it kind of a high matinee. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I mean, maybe, maybe a, a regular matinee. I, I guess I prefer a prequel that will be in the world but tell a different story that has nothing to do with the characters we saw but it's kind of cool that it ties back with uh you know with, with president snow to see it's interesting to see where he starts i i do like it to where they don't pull the star wars where you go like man he was just innocent as the driven snow and then oh yeah they corrupted him and you're like all right this is a guy who could have easily have gone this way and he tried not to, but you know, he just could not. And and you get to see like he grew up poor and, and different things about him. So you it, it it feeds more to the mentality of how he came to be how he is. Uh I don't like that, at least to my satisfaction, as much as they tried to say, like, so now it's all like about at the end, it's like, so now you understand what the Hunger Games are for. And yes, it's for this. And I was like, no, nah, I still don't, I don't still buy that. I, I I don't see a justification for these Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, y'all might need another movie to sell me on that, because uh, 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 you know, you, you something should be at a point where it goes like, all right, you can see why they do this, and I'm still at a like, no, nah, I don't see why y'all do this. This this is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but but so much of it is, man, this could have been, it could have been a cash grab. Mm-hmm. It could have been terrible. And we've seen that over and over. And this was one where it ended. I was like, you know what? I want to see the next one. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the highest compliment you could pay to something yeah. like this. So, it, yeah, it's a matinee for me. Yeah. And I, one thing I will say, too, I like that they have characters that early on go into the politics of the Hunger Games. Uh, that the, I forgot this character's name, this actor's name, but I like Is that. Is that actor... Is he Vincent D'Onofrio's son? Because he looks so much like I know, him. I know. Did, did Vincent D'Onofrio have a black girlfriend or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. No, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I, I'm like you, man. I can't wait to see what they do with the next one. You know, a lot of people say they should have split this up in two. But I kind of agree with that because I like what, the way, what they were doing with it. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. If you're a fan of the Hunger Games, I don't see why you wouldn't be pleased with this one. In fact, there was a girl sitting next to us and she was up there the whole time. No, no, please. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know what she was crying about. I, I would only say like if you got into the Hunger Games because you really fell into the love story between Katniss and Peeta, this love story is not on that level. No, no, it's not. No, it's not.